Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Matthew 5 verses 21 through 37. You have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, you shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. But I say to you, that if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be liable to judgment. And if you insult a brother or sister, you will be liable to the council. And if you say, you fool, you will be liable to the hell of fire. So when you are offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother or sister, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are on the way to the court with him, or your accuser may hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Truly I tell you, You will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Mm -hmm. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to go into hell. It was said also, it was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that anyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of unchastity, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard it said to those of ancient times, You shall not swear falsely, but carry out the vows you have made to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let let your word be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. Right. Gosh. (laughs) What do you think, Crow? Yeah, there's a bunch in there, but the one thing that I um, that I wrote down as you were reading through it is um, <clears throat> so when we come to the altar, and um, I think it, like in prayer or um, for something like uh, I think forgiveness is a big thing that we need to uh, make sure we have all um, taken care of. You know, any kind any kind of unforgiveness that we carry is sinful. Mm-hmm. Unforgiveness is sinful. So we need to, and it blocks, I think it blocks blessings um, that God wants to give to us. If we're, if, if we have unforgiveness in our hearts, mm-hmm. that's what I, I took from the beginning of that. I was talking to somebody yesterday who was concerned that somebody that they loved might be going to hell for something they did that was against God's ways. And was asking me, is this person going to be thrown into hell mm-hmm. for what they did? And uh, 
I'm not going to say no. And I'm not going to say yes. I'm not the judge. But um, according to this passage, you don't have to even go near that to be thrown into hell. Right. (laughs) (laughs) For what Jesus is talking about is if you're just angry with somebody. Right. I mean, how many times in the last week have I been angry at somebody? Right. Or have you been angry at somebody? Yep. Um, Looking at a woman lustfully or with divorce or swearing. That really lowers the bar on sin. Right. It, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it basically implicates all of us. Right. To say you don't have to commit some atrocious, heinous public sin right to be worthy of being thrown into hell yeah exactly jesus is saying even even the smallest sin is worthy it will will cast you into hell yep um and i wonder if we look at it like that you know i mean we should be looking at it like that like um even the there is yeah and so what i get from that is that like what we were talking about before we started this sin is sin in uh-huh. god's eye yeah. It doesn't matter how small it looks to us or how great it looks to us. It's all about how it looks to God and himself, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I mean, uh, so I think he's lowering the bar on sin, but he's also lowering the bar on mercy. I mean, he's opening the floodgates too, I think, where he's saying, just go and be reconciled. Right. You know? He's not saying you have to be perfect here. And he's almost saying, come on, nobody is perfect. Right. Get over yourselves. Yep. Get over your sin and thinking that it's some um, uh, some un, you know, unsolvable problem. Right. I, I'm solving the problem of sin. Yep. So get over it and just make it right, you know? Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm also thinking of a friend I was talking to last night who was – um, bothered that there's something going on in his family that he's trying to seek reconciliation about. He's trying to have a tough conversation about something that went really wrong. Mm-hmm. And this person is unwilling to talk about it. And he's lamenting the fact that they're not even able to have a conversation about what they disagree about. And um, it's not just a disagreement. It's like something that really damaged the family. Right. Um, and, he was pointing to this verse in particular. I didn't know I was going to be reading it this morning where he says, um, where Jesus says on your way to the court with him, come to terms quickly with your accuser. This idea that somebody who's accusing somebody else and the accused uh, could be having a conversation on the way to court. How often does that happen? Right. You know, how often are we able to actually face the people who are accusing us or to face the people we have disagreements with? face the people we have conflict with and actually talk it through and reconcile reconcile. Yeah. 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 Despite before we even come to an agreement, right. I, when do we ever see conversation happen? It's really easy in our individualistic culture just to shut somebody out, to block right. their number, to not go over to their house, to not respond to their texts or the phone calls or the emails. Yep. I think a lot of that has to do with, uh, um, pride, you know, dying, mm-hmm. you know, just, uh, removing that prideful nature that we have because to do that the first thing i thought is to do that is would be to go regardless of who did what or what did what here i apologize Mm -hmm. for the way i acted 
you know, regardless of whether it was my fault or your fault or any, you wouldn't say that, but you would just go up to in with that in the mindset of that situation and go, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for, if I offended you or if I've mm-hmm. done anything wrong to wrong you, you know? Yeah. And that takes that eliminate, you have to eliminate pride to be able to do that. That's so, hard. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Thank you.